1: Thank you, Mike Rome. This is indeed the Wrestling Journal podcast. I am your host, NJ3. I'm here with the boys, the holy trinity of professional podcasting. Bad news, Tom Canali. Good morning, my friend. Happy Saturday. Good morning, boys. How's it going? Not too bad. bad Not news. too bad. And that other voice that you heard in the background, Nikki Noodles. What's going on, pal? What's up, boys? Up. Chilling, chilling. Just about to talk some wrestling with the boys. It is episode 93 <laughs> of the Wrestling Journal podcast. Boys, can you Creeping believe up.
2: it? Creeping Tom, I,
1: think, I think if I remember correctly, you were counting down the days that our hundredth episode might actually coincide with WrestleMania. Is that true? Yes, it, it does. Are we, are we still on pace for that? Yes, we are. If we don't miss a miss a week, we got well, seven well, yep. We can't do it. We cannot yep. miss a week. Nah, you got, you got,
2: we, got, we got to ride it out.
1: That's hundred, hundred <laughs> man. Hitting that century mark, that is a, that's a big accomplishment. A lot of people do podcasts and and they do, you know, these kind of endeavors. But listen, life gets in the way of everything, right? At the yeah. end of the day. In a perfect world, we all be home swiping up the credit card, takeouts, door dashes, <laughs> Uber Eats, postmates, Texas taco, right Neck, Greek grave, all the goodies. But listen, it is what it is. But anyway, boys, let's get into it. Social medias, we got them. All right. Where are you going to find us on at Twitter at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at WrestleBuzz. Um, You can also find us anywhere where podcasts can be downloaded. You just search the wrestling journal podcast. We will pop up. Um, Please leave us a five-star review. You know, it's, it's free to do right. We're not asking any money out of your pocket. We don't, we'd never do that to you guys. Right. All we ask you to do is just support us supporting you, supporting us. And with that being said, it was a five-star review on Spotify or Apple. That really helps with the algorithm. Um, it helps us get to the top. So when people start searching, we kind of come up in that nice little area, and people can find us a little bit easier. Um, I think it's sponsor time. We have a new uh, new segment. I know that the people have been asking for Joey. They miss him. So Joey, let's let's pay the sponsors.
0: What's up, everybody? Before the guys get into uh, the meat and potatoes of this week in pro wrestling, uh, we do have to pay the bills, and with that, here are our sponsors for this week nerd focus nerd focus energy drink is something that we as in the podcast the TWJ podcast uh, drink every week twice on Sunday as Stone Cold used to say Uh, it's one of those energy drinks that they help you get to that place and get you to that level where you need to be Whether whether it's recording a podcast whether it's working out whether it's going for a run whether it's for doing uh, work uh, homework a report any type of paper, uh, it helps you out. It's also good for a recovery uh, if you're out late one night, or if you're going ham at the gym and you want to want to come down. You're tired, you're shot. The next morning, the, the day after, uh, it's a great uh, energy drink to to build you back up. So it's it's a good it's a great drink to get you there and to that point also help you recover. Uh, it's also great for uh, keeping your mind straight, your mind right. Uh, it has ginkgo biloba in it. We always have to say that. Uh, it's a great ingredient for an energy drink. And I've had my fair share of energy drinks. This one uh, really sticks out to me. So shout out to Nerdfocus Energy. Uh, you can check that link out. We prefer you use the link in our uh, link tree. Uh, it's a special link that helps us out uh, to get you to that, that website. And if you want to use code ND20 at checkout, Uh, That'll save you 20%. This week they're running a special for the Super Bowl, uh, code Bowl 20, B O W L 20. Uh, That'll also save you 20%. I don't think you can combine both, but if you can, get 40. If not, use one of them uh, to make sure you use the link before you go there. Also, Paper Champion, fantasy wrestling done right. Shout out to Eric James as always. ThePaperChampion.com. Wow, how the mighty have fallen. NJ3 was once the man. He was, he was the Roman Reigns of Paper Champion Fantasy Wrestling, and now he is... He took a step down, basically. Uh, there was a huge shoot-up from one of the other competitors. Uh, he kind of has a huge lead right now, but we're getting close to WrestleMania, which is the, uh, the end of season, and that'll make or break everybody. But uh, I can't recommend uh, Paper Champion more than we already have these past... this whole year, basically. Uh, end of season is, like I said, uh, WrestleMania... We'll have There's like a month break in between, and then signups will be available for the next season, which is going to be a doozy, an absolute doozy. It's a lot of fun. It's free. It's free, guys. So, um, the pot, like, like our podcast, free to listen to. Paper Champion, Fantasy Wrestling, free to play. If you love sports, fantasy sports, if you love pro wrestling, this is the perfect combination for you. ThePaperChampion.com. Check it out. And finally, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleBuzz. Uh, that's where our shirt will be found. Listen, uh, it's all on me here. I, I'm in the works of creating something big for, for uh, the brand of WrestleBuzz and this podcast, TWJ, the Wrestling Journal. So keep on the lookout for more merchandise to come. Uh, but right now, if you want to support WrestleBuzz and the Wrestling Journal podcast, go to com slash WrestleBuzz, and you can find our shirt there. And uh, now back to the show. Boys, take it away.
1: Alrighty. Thank you, Joe boys. Let's get into the news this week in wrestling. Um, there was an update. I know we hit on it last week. Joey put a note in our notes section. Cause he's a pretty, he's a producer on the show, even though he's not on the show, he still produces it, which we appreciate. Uh, Kurt angle confirms on his, I guess, podcast that his return has been next. So there was rumors that he was going to come back to do a WrestleMania run. Um, you know, who is he going to work with? What he was going to what he was actually going to do or whatever the case may be wrestle manager on screen. We don't know. I don't, I didn't, at least I didn't personally read any rumors or see anything, but um, I guess, Nick, you know, you, you, you love, you love an American hero. You love America, Right. Kurt Angle, big patriot. You know, big big patriot. What what you know? Are you sad about this
2: news? That he's getting nixed? Like what what happened? Yeah, I mean it's it's always it's always it's always nice around me a time. You know, to to bring one of these big names from our from our younger days, right? Some of these legends come back and have, you know, whether it be a big role or small role, just seeing them around and getting that thrill and the excitement is always very enjoyable. Something we look forward to. Um, but but his plans getting Knicks is comes at no surprise to me. Uh, they they like to, I guess, in the if I bring out a term in this way, blue ball, a lot of old veterans and even even newcomers now. Right. Where they they build up the excitement supposed to get something to happen for them. And bang, they pull up, they pull the rug right out from under them. So it doesn't surprise me one bit. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a shame. I don't know what the role would have been in what capacity I prefer it wouldn't be wrestling at this point. Because the last few times we saw Kurt in the ring, um, you know, he's a show for himself. And that's no knock on him personally. Um, but it's hard to watch someone that was so great and so special for so long. know kind of just go through the motions and really not be able to deliver the way he probably want to either and it's just hard to watch sometimes so but anytime you get to see kurt on the tv is always always exciting
1: yeah because you know when i think of kurt angle man i think of with the mini his mini little hat and him like you know playing the banjo you know the the milk scene the milk bath that he gave in the ring so many amazing moments he just you know he he just really kind of came into his own as a character. I love Kurt and Angle. And one of the
2: best best physical in ring wrestlers of all time. That oh my God.
1: <laughs> he was fantastic. He, in my opinion, his run felt too short. You know, unfortunately, he dealt with some, you know, we'll, we'll say outside the ring issues. You don't want to bring up anything. And some you know, inside the ring issues. You know,
2: he did get and hurt a lot. And that's he true. was a little bit of a late bloomer, too. So
1: that's true. So uh, I'm definitely a little disappointed. I wish we could have even gotten a little bit of Kurt Angle. It's always nice to see a legend like him return. But I mean, I guess. You know, maybe in the future, you never know, but uh just disappointed that this kind of took place. Um, Tommy Carrion mm-hmm. Cross is booked for an MLW show, right? Mm-hmm. Well, again, let me, let's put air quotes not confirmed, yeah. heavily rumored and speculated. Um, you know, but we also don't know if he's exclusively signed with any company at this time. Um, Carrion Cross, pretty big name, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he had a name before coming to WWE. He did his thing at NXT, we loved him down there. He had the uh, beautiful scarlet by his side. MLW, is that a big enough platform for Cross? What do you think is a, maybe a first stop for him?
3: Uh, I mean, that guy deserves to be on TV, like, you know, every week, you know. I mean, we saw him when we saw him in NXT when he was doing his thing down there. And then unfortunately, came to the main roster and we saw where the shit show that became. So, I mean, but I mean, like you said, maybe this is like a, just like a stopping, you know, just for like one stop. Like you say, he's not confirmed to the sign there whatever, maybe just like, you know, a one-off match or whatever. But I just, I mean, I would hope to see him. I mean, AEW, I mean, I, I mean, I love for him to come back to WWE. I don't think that's going to happen in the near future, but I mean, that guy deserves to be on TV every week. The guy's just awesome. And when you have Scarlett next to him, man, I mean, he, he can't beat that duo, duo. So yeah, I mean, hopefully he gets back, to, he gets back on TV one of these days, but for right now, I don't know. Maybe he's just doing his thing. You no, know, just, you know get his footing again being out for was been since November October whenever he got cut so you know we'll yeah. see what happens but dude definitely deserves to be back on national tv that's all i know
1: i'm with you tommy and um it's, you so know uh, real quick Jersey, sorry to yeah, man. there fun oh, please. Funny little
2: tidbit i never told please. you guys this but when i met scarlet uh somewhat recently um at one of these conventions um <laughs> it you know she was talking a little bit with the fans stuff like that and interacted a little bit and, and they were pretty excited i think she was very excited for their, that run to be over with what they did to his character on the main roster. They loved NXT, NXT, um, but they were not very happy with a lot of stuff. And they, they she, you know, she confirmed that she has stories today. She can go on and on about, about everything and how un unpleasant that a lot of that situation was. So I, I, I think the uh, whole WWE thing is definitely gone by the, by the wayside for at least quite some time. It's definitely you know, going to be a new Avenue.
1: It's funny Nick, that you said that, which actually gives, which is exactly what I was going to uh, segue into. So great, great point is it, you know, Crossed in an interview, which I thought he carried himself pretty damn professionally. In my, he's, opinion. he's cool as he hell, him. bro. He's he's he's, he's oh, yeah. legit, dude. He's hey, he definitely seems like. it. And they asked him the question almost like, "Dude, NXT, you were it, like entrance, wrestling champion, the girl, you had it all. What went wrong on the main roster?" And he really, like, you know, he took he took himself through the story. And he told like what happened, but the way he did it, he didn't even show like like he was upset with them. He tried kind of rolling with the punches, and he said the only thing he wish he could he could have done better or done more is if he would have spoke up and mm. defended his character a little bit more. Meaning, like, guys, it, it's not going to work up here, not not in today's wrestling. A
2: lot of people, a lot of and it's, and in thinking about being in a spot, it's it's not a very comfortable spot to be in when you know you're not have like a huge household name as far as like on the main roster at any point to where you feel like you have that cloud to speak up. Mm. But with everything going on, like sometimes you you know it, I know it's hard because it is, but. It's just another lesson in life, where it's like if you feel passionate about something, then you know sometimes you got to speak up a little bit. You know,
1: what do they say? See something, say something. Yeah, exactly. That's the golden rule. Man. That is the golden rule. But um, listen, wherever Cross goes, you know that we'll definitely uh, keep everyone posted and we'll definitely keep a close eye on him. We are fans We're of him. All at huge, huge, fans. The guys. And the uh, we hope that what you know, whatever he does next, he just does it to the best of his ability. So as Absolutely. long as he has control in it, we have faith. Something we saw announced this week was a women's chamber. Okay, Um, it looks like we have uh, Liv Morgan, Dewdrop, Bianca Belair. uh, Who's? um, It's escaping me because Joey didn't put the notes in my in my producer notes. Joey, damn you. That's why he's on an EP. That's why he's just a producer. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the whole point of it is a women's chamber match, and it looks like the winner is going to get a Raw championship match at WrestleMania, right? Okay, fine. Again, my prediction is still Bianca Belair. But what's cool is we have a mystery person. So when you think mystery person, someone has to probably return, right? It's not going to be someone that's on TV right now. The two people that we're kind of waiting to see what is going to happen with them, in my opinion, is Alexa Bliss and Bailey. right? At the end of the day one or the other I'm still sticking with Bianca Belair going to be the one to go after uh, Becky Lynch and just kind of finish that little storytelling right there is my, is still my, you know, my thoughts, but boys, two big names that we, we both love and we'll be happy to see either of them return. Um, I ask you both, Tommy first, mm. who do you think it will be and who do you want
3: it to be? I think, I think lean up. Cause you know, she's been doing her, her shrink sessions, whatever you want to call them. And, Last week, it seemed like she was getting like a little back to normal. If you could tell from her character, she wasn't as goth, whatever the hell you want to call her, you know, fiendish, whatever the hell you want to call it. It seemed like she's getting back to the goddess. So I think it will be Alexa Bliss. I think okay. it's going to be. Yeah. And you, and you want it to be too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Nick, I mean, listen, you got filet Mignon, you got New York, you got New York, uh, I mean, porterhouse. you got Porterhouse steak, right? you getting, you get something good either way. Who do you think this mystery person is and who do you want it to be?
2: Honestly, I mean, either one really wouldn't wouldn't bother me one bit, to be honest, because honestly, either one of those people is the one who I want to win and go on. Um, I feel like Bliss is the most talented on the mic, I think, of all of them as far as character ability. Um, She's a good wrestler, but she blows everything out of the water with what else she's able to do. Um, And she's been so like not used for so long and has done some silly things, a questionable character situation. So it'd be nice for her to get a little run here back in the game. But at the same time, it, it would be pretty special to see Bailey make a dramatic return and then go on to beat Becky at, at WrestleMania. It would be pretty damn epic.
1: It would be pretty damn epic is right. So um, I'm with you guys, to be honest. I I think I said it last week. Bianca, in my opinion, is made woman, right? I think you can insert her at any point into sure. the championship um, feud and, and she's fine. She's believable. She's credible that she can win and she can do her part. We know it. she's made. I was still on the Liv Morgan train. I think they mishandled her. They let they let yeah. that fire burn out too quick when you could have that right payoff. Yeah, that's um, and unfortunately now she can, you know, she she kind of job. I don't want to say she jobbed to do drop. It, I mean, it's not really job. No, dude,
2: dude, way, so. dude, dude, drop is is someone that they're pushing, and you know, listen, believe from a believability standpoint, it's a no yeah. match. It, it,
1: I agree. But at the same time, R- R- Liv Morgan was red hot. And then she's never recovered, but that's what yeah, they I do with the women majority I know, of the time. That's
2: what sucks is when, yeah. when, when one of them gets hot, they, they, you know, like they, they fucking, they put that flame out real fast for no reason. You know what I mean? And it's, lives great. And she's paid her dues and earned that. Right. But at the same, same time, I feel like it's, it's been a little bit of a missed opportunity for her, but at the end of the day, though, she always, she showed that she belongs and hopefully it is another point that, you know, they'll revisit that and try to rekindle that, that magic at one point. Yeah, I do hope so.
1: Um, I think, Tommy, I think maybe you shared this. Um, so there is an image floating around the internet. Now, you know, being comic book fans like Tommy and I are, we see images float around in Photoshop of, you know, potential spoilers in movies and who's on set, who's not on set. What's this? What's that? So like, I want to be careful because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to buy too much into this, but this is also WWE. And if you use your logic, it does make a lot of sense. So there's an image floating around the internet. Um, it's like a poster for WrestleMania backlash, right? We know that's that's their thing. Yeah, WrestleMania backlash is the pay-per-view after WrestleMania. We got to revisit some feuds because some stuff isn't still solidified from WrestleMania. Um, They're saying it's for Sunday, May 8th on the poster. Now, no one has a belt on them, but on the poster from left to right, we have big time Bex, Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte. Hmm. Now again, no belts, right? No belts on anyone. We have no belt on a shoulder, so we don't know, but it's just funny because it's like the same four women, the same two men, um, no matter what, when it comes to big events, not all year round, right. Cause we, we know Rhonda and Brock are not full timers. We know they're part timers, um, especially, you know, as of recently. Um, but I guess Nick, you know, I don't like things spoiled for me too much in wrestling. I like the kind of, you know, the fun thing. I know we can predict a lot. We can kind of see a lot coming around the corner, but at least we'll say that we'll, we'll pretend that this is maybe real. Seeing this poster with these six individuals, does this spoil WrestleMania for you at least a little bit? Do, do you think this kind of changed anything? Do we do we pay too much attention to it? What do you think?
2: Oh, I'll tell you what. I fucking hate spoilers to begin with. I think the um, the dirt sheets. I think all the internet sources have really ruined professional wrestling at the highest level, and it makes it even a million times worse when the fucking own company does it, when they do everything in their power to try to prevent leaks from happening and they do things to swerve you after things leak to try to think that they're cool and they know it all. So yeah, I'm not happy about it, to be honest. I just, I just don't like it. At the end of the day, just let the card play out, do what you want to do and you can put the poster with anybody on it really at the end of the day. But like, it's a lot of foreshadowing and I don't like foreshadowing, not in wrestling yeah. anyway. Like you want to be surprised, right? If you knew whatever was going to happen every single time, we would never watch. Well, I mean, we yeah, still come true. back from Warby, but we're hanging on to the glory days of our youth, where like you felt magical about what things that would happen. But just now, it's it's just there's just too much information out there, and it's just too much stuff to where you know everything does get a little predictable.
1: Yeah, yeah. and and Tom, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think I think Nick uh, he subtly alluded to it in in his point. Um, Smackdown was taped. Yeah, um, WWE spoiled their own taping. Yes, they did. Tommy, could you uh, can you tell us about this for a second? Because I was shocked when I saw this one this morning.
2: Yeah, when Joey... not
3: shocked, but I am yeah. shocked.
2: Yeah, when Joey. I the highlight so... now. I'm not even gonna. I won't even watch the show. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. sent it over. It says new champion
3: crowned at SmackDown. So all right, like obviously, I don't think it's Roman. Obviously, so click on it. Sami Zayn v. freaking Nakamura for the Intercontinental Title. It's like, oh, okay, that's random and interesting. So. I don't know. It's just I don't know I don't know what the I don't know what the logic is I mean I heard Nakamura might have been injured whatever but I mean I don't know just very very hard to do it at a taping like that I man I WWE does shit like that sometimes like they'll change you know titles at like a house show every, like every once in a blue moon but that's just very 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 weird so I don't definitely, know definitely very very strange I mean you think Nakamura
1: you think Sami Zayn you think a good wrestling match right those guys if we think back back in the day. Okay. um nakamura came over to actually wrestle sammy Zayn, i believe mm-hmm. in his very first match yeah. in nxt yeah. if i'm not Absolutely. mistaken so yep. these two actually have a history yeah. and you could have actually let this literally let this match speak for itself and just have a great match mm-hmm. um tommy maybe you're right right maybe nakamura's hurt um but they could have done a better job at this maybe put Absolutely. this match on an actual live show and not a taping show if you're going to flip a champion right yeah. because now it's out nick said it all right, it'll be a good wrestling match. Are we going to see something groundbreaking we've never seen before? Probably not. But now we know the finish.
3: It's dumb. We can just yeah.
1: kind of just fast forward through into the commercials to get to the end of the show. So
3: yeah.
1: anyway, boys, it's been besides some news in wrestling, which we had a lot to talk about. We actually did have wrestling this week. Um, I think this week we're going to start with Dynamite. Uh, boys, we we had a pretty, pretty good Dynamite, I think, in my opinion. Um, the opening segment i mean i know nick was sitting on his couch smiling seeing those cutout poster boards of mjf um that new shirt which i know nick's already ordered and now it's on back order because of how many shirts he's ordered he, <laughs> better than the best in the world and you know it maxwell jacob freeman
2: our a great hero. that that's is a good. great t-shirt
1: it's <laughs> a great t-shirt and to be honest nick if this came out sooner this would have been my my christmas present to you
2: it would have been oh uh, man i appreciate it that, i know awesome. but
1: but we'll see. We'll we'll see how uh, how you behave between now and the next uh, event, and maybe you'll get it anyway. Well,
2: you missed my birthday, so maybe maybe you could put it on a back. A I back did. You with. know what? You know. Well, since,
1: <laughs> since you since you bought out all the shirts and now it's on back order, I'll have to uh, I'll, I'll put an order <laughs> on uh, on it. But um, I thought this is a great opening, a great opening segment. To be quite honest, I mean, it reminded me of like old school Raw back in the day, and I don't think that was their intention. But like when I was watching, I was like watching, like wow, this reminds me of, like an old school Raw segment of like just opening up like this and. Just you know, letting Maxwell do his thing and just talk crap, and you can just see Wardlow's face like he's not having it. You know, MJF was thanking Sean Spears for for support. Which what did M, what did Spears do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's uh, so you know, good, man. It's it, so yeah. good what they're doing. It's right? just right. it's just really great segment, and <laughs> it led to Punk coming out and coming out with Darby and Sting, which set up for a, a later match um in the night with punk and a mystery opponent taking on ftr now but obviously we know who the mystery opponent was but going into it i didn't think it was going to be that person i don't know if you guys did i mean you guys are smart guys but i didn't see it being
2: moxley oh wow! now caught me off guard too but cool very cool
1: what
2: what a good match
1: i mean we know ftr puts on puts on bangers with anybody we know that and as much as you want to knock on punk nick which i get it i respect it but you know moxley puts on a match but putting yeah,
2: the, no. in, put in the four of them in the race. Of course. A lot of star power there, for sure. Right, And, and an an FDR is just master technicians. Master technicians is right. So
1: absolute solid match, fun match. Definitely enjoyed it. Um, but there was not only one debut. There was two debuts. The limitless one, Keith Lee, was the opponent that was teased to be the mystery opponents to uh, fight a chance in the um in the battle was it the uh revolution of the ladder match i think that's what they call it or something like that um keith lee has debuted he is all e that was joey's he put that on the on the producer sheet so i had to say it um keith lee tommy mm-hmm. you know we we felt for a long time keith lee was one of those perfect guys that was able you can just insert him anywhere you needed and it's you're gonna get exactly what you wanted he was one of the most mishandled superstars, in in my opinion, in recent memory.
2: Oh yeah, of, of all time, oh, yeah. could be of all.
1: I mean, could <laughs> of be of all time, guy. right? He had a moment with Brock Lesnar. He had a yeah. moment with Roman Reigns. Yep.
2: You don't get listen, much bigger than those listen. Two. He, he might not be the 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 greatest physical specimen, but his physical abilities are dude, off dude, the charts. <laughs>
3: dude, that size can Yeah. No, I I wish I was. I wish I could move like that if I was that. No, his physical his yeah. physical
2: abilities for a man of his size has been yeah. unmatched. I think. Yes.
1: Even in Nick's heyday, and that heyday was a very short period of time. It was probably from seventh to eighth grade when he hit puberty. I had a
2: stone cold run. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm just kidding. But I, I agree with you guys. Like it just – he was – he may not have the prototypical look, but he has everything else. Yep. Every yep. other intangible oh, that it takes to be a superstar. But you know what? Hey, he's back on our TV screens, and we're happy to see it. Um he had a very memeable moment when he tossed um, yeah. Isaiah Cassidy, I believe, like Uncle Phil would toss Jazzy Jeff out the door in Fresh Prince. <laughs> and I think what what do they call it now, Tommy? Because I think you, you, I think I thought you maybe mentioned it. They call it like the the Uncle Phil toss or something like that. He's like, fine, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> what I'm what I'm alluding to is that um, Keith Lee came out on on Twitter and said, "All right, fine, guys, we'll call it the Uncle Phil toss or something like that, or the Uncle Phil Beal or something." <laughs> so really, really fun stuff. He played to it. He's a really charismatic guy. I'm I'm happy to see him back on the show. It's it's about time. Um it just, you know, it's we're going to get to it. We have a money question of the week, Joe Money, and uh the card's getting a little bit loaded and it's less and less space for other people. But I digress. We'll get to it shortly. Um another debut, The Switchblade, Jay mm. White. Now, I'm not going to lie and say that I know much about Jay. I've heard about him you know, obviously um, I don't know much about him personally. I'm sure Joey can list out his Wikipedia bio, like off the back of his hand. Um, But I mean, it's another person from the bullet club. It's another person to add to that kind of elite storyline. I mean, I don't know, Nick J white, big name. He had a huge feud with Kenny Omega. I do know that where they are. They're not friends. They're, they're not even frenemies. They are bitter rivals i guess we can kind of say at this point yeah adam cole is clearly not telling the young bucks what he's doing which we kind of saw the writing on the wall right we're going to see it's going to be hole yeah. in his pot yeah, it's going to it's going to
2: explode yep, right versus
1: sure. the versus you know versus the elite and kenny omega is going to probably come back to be a part of that feud but um with that being said do you like this i i know that you know i know the young bucks piss you off i get it they're corn balls but they are good wrestlers <laughs> um, adam cole you love him right Can't can't um kenny omega we love the cleaner jay white like i said i don't know much too much about him personally but i i know he has a good resume um this you know we know factions are AEW's thing we see a faction they love it they love how do you how do you how do you (laughs) feel how do you feel about this
2: no i like it listen I, i again like like you i'm not incredibly familiar with jay white but i've seen some of his work and i think he's a he's a damn good wrestler um he does have a great track record Um, And he definitely has a lot of relationships with all these components involved. So anytime you have a chance to, you know, rehash people's dream storylines and and bring tie things all together of that of that magnitude and capacity could only lead to cool stories and cool wrestling, in my opinion. So I'm I'm all for it. I kind of like it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, It should be fun. But this was the I guess the forbidden door comment that Tony Khan was speaking about. Now, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I think Forbidden Door, I don't know, I feel like they there is a kind of a a I guess say I would say working relationship with New Japan. Um, there was a working relationship with Impact. When I think Forbidden Door, I think honestly, I have to say it, I think current WWE superstar, in my opinion. Yeah. So as awesome mm-hmm. as it was to see Keith Lee, former, I guess, WWE superstar and Jay White both debut in the same show on a dynamite. I don't know. Did I feel like that 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 kind of comment left me? I don't know. I, I didn't think it really kind of lived up to the hype. Personally, it's no,
2: it's no, no forbidden door for me. I mean, honestly, okay. listen, no, no disrespect to Jay White. I mean, he's accomplished a lot of great things in his own way, but he's never, never made that mark on the big time, right? Yeah. As far as the WWE magnitude, and clearly WWE taught, told us what they thought of Keith Lee. So yeah. clearly, you know, they weren't fans of him, and for whatever stupid reason that may be there's no forbidden door when guys, you know, had never, you know, we never really got their due on the main roster and were current wrestlers of that time on the roster to go somewhere yeah. else. That's, yeah. that's a violation of, of that, of that term, in my opinion.
1: I'm with you. Like, I feel like if Bobby Roode showed up, Ricochet showed up, it's like, Oh, like that would make me go like, what the is going on? That's a different
2: yeah. story. That's yeah. a different and story. I
1: mean, And it's not, and I'm not trying to compare resumes or calibers of wrestling, no, 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 but no. I just, Absolutely when you not. think of forbidden door, you think of, company Active that must not going somewhere else. work with yeah. you
2: yeah. right yeah. Yeah. not
1: impact in new japan or mlw or whatever the case may be but again tony came out he kind of rescinded his comment a little bit to say hey listen my bad you know i kind of you know i guess I didn't he's always walking that right. it back that climb you know what you know but again, and, and to, to be fair to tony right <laughs> to be fair he is giving us something that we haven't
2: got i'm not just i'm not disagreeing CDs. but i feel like he he gets a he gets a little too excited for my liking for an owner. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not a fan of, of that, like trying to make it about him or trying to outdo or a one-up the, you know, the on oh, campus, you yeah. know what I mean? That's what it seems like. It's always about. Instead of just doing your own thing and being you keep your attention on you and what you're trying to accomplish. Not always trying to do something to go get the big man. Like that's, that's really my only gripe with that. I just don't like that at all.
1: Well, I feel like their mission statement is they are the wrestling company run by so be the wrestling company so be the wrestling, wrestling fans
2: you know what i mean and be that don't try I, don't I, try to I, compare yourself to the other way like I, let, let the actions do its own talk and you want to make a jab every once in a while that's fine yeah. but at the end of the day it's like it doesn't make any sense because vince mcmahon will never out those words to even make you think that you even exist yeah it's true yeah mm-hmm. yeah well you know hey to eat your own i guess but <laughs> i just eat your you know, own my, at the end of the day, for me, I just don't like when an owner of a company who's who's actually doing a lot of things is almost like discrediting himself a little bit by just opening your mouth when it's not necessary.
1: Right. I know that he had that You've done enough by signing with, all these um,
2: big stars and you have these monster signings that you have. You're building a brand. You're building something different that, you know what I mean, in in, in your own way. Keep it that way. Ride that yeah. momentum.
1: Well, I know he had that issue when he spoke about, um, what's his name? Uh, Bobby Lashley's former uh, manager from back in the day. Oh, Leo um, rush. uh, Leo rush. Yeah. I know that he had some comments back and forth. Maybe they're a little unsensitive, uh, insensitive, excuse me. Um, so I do agree that he sometimes does put his foot in his mouth for sure. I think sometimes being silent is okay. Cause you're not an on-screen character. Um, you can thank the fans, thank the wrestlers and all that kind of stuff. But I think you're right. I think with certain things like this, maybe leave it to the wrestlers, mm-hmm.
2: you know, it just I mean? comes off a little childish for a guy who doesn't get in the yeah. ring. Like yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, Vince got in the ring and did his thing. Shane got in the ring and did that thing. Stephanie got in the ring and did her thing. So if you, know, got you, know, in the ring, you want to talk to talk, you know, walk the walk then, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, boys, we got a lot of more wrestling to get to. So Rampage hap- – oh, actually, I'm sorry. My apologies. Hangman Adam Page took on Lance Archer in a Texas death match, which when I think of Lance Archer, I think Texas death match. I mean, the guy's a big guy, bruiser. Absolute destruction. Bloody. Just uh, <laughs> literally destruction. Like, I don't think you're gonna give him a 25-minute clinic in the ring. So he literally is like that guy. And I, I thought the match was great, the blood, the, the moments were good, it was cringy, it was everything like you kind of want. It's it's nice to be able to see, like you know, giving another element to, to hangman's, you know, title run. But hangman did retain. And at the end, we saw Adam Cole come out and pretty much staked his claim that he is next, which I think I said a couple episodes back. That eventually, I think the way they're going to get Kenny Omega back is they're going to take the belt off a of hangman, put it on Cole, and then kind of create this divide. And Kenny's going to kind of come back like, no, 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 that title's not yours. That's just mine. That's mine. But getting into Rampage, boys, um, Young Bucks take on, and I'm going to mispronounce this, Rupongi Vice. Rupangi yeah. Vice, I think that's how they pronounce it. Um, it. Which is Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero. Now, again, you know, say what you want about the Young Bucks. The match itself from a tag team standpoint, I thought was top-notch. I thought it was an absolutely fantastic match. Um, really good. I enjoyed all the moments. They had a lot of those, you know, those tag team specialist moments. Um, you know, I mean, hey, it's the young bucks, right? That's what we expect out of them. Good wrestling matches. Their mics get, you know, their mic moments, you know, they leave a lot to be desired. But uh <laughs> moving on from that, the next match that we had on the card. You know, Doctor Britt Baker took on a debuting Robin Renegade. Um, you know, Britt Baker. There's not much to say about that. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> Nick's boy Hook took on Blake Li, one of the students of Q.T. Marshall, and you know, Hook did Hook things. Yeah. And then in the main uh, Hook, event, Hook,
2: Hook is cool, bro. I, I I look forward to see what he, he's able to too. do on the microphone at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like his entrance. That could really elevate that character yeah. to a whole nother level yeah. if he's got a little bit of what I hope he has.
1: Uh, I think they've handled him pretty damn well. I mean,
2: no, comes, absolutely. But what's going to be the difference maker? Oh is no, be, no, for you know, sure that stuff. You know what I mean?
1: And I hope that eventually, if he does transition to that point, either he gets a a fucking great manager, which his father, yeah. or. He is actually really good on the mic. One of the other, do the right thing with him. Yeah, this is—he can be real special. Uh, absolutely, it to just, be, and the and, crowd is behind him.
2: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And what's like the only thing that's like tough is like, if he doesn't have those mic promo skills, you know what I mean? It's like because he's not a huge guy. He's in great physical shape. He's an absolute beast. You know what I mean? But like, he doesn't have that intimidating presence to get away with not being able to cut any promos. In my personal right. opinion, when you start going against the upper echelon type of guys,
1: you don't want his voice. To not match his in-ring performance. Exactly, yeah. Because 100%, 100%. 100%. Exactly. when you because
2: when you when you are when you are size derivative, you know, when you're going against those other guys that can really do it, it, it you know what I mean, it can really not deliver what it should be able to capability.
1: Absolutely. Um, and then we had Jurassic Express take on the gun club with Jurassic Express retaining. But all in all, um, Rampage, solid show, top to bottom with with matches, with moments, solid show. Um,
2: but you guys like the the gun club? I I kind of like the gun club, bro. I like the arrogance, bro. It's it's pretty good,
1: (laughs) dude. I mean, (laughs) look at them.
2: They're actually solid wrestlers in the ring.
1: Um, they continue to get better, I think, like with their moments when they get their time to shine. I mean, their father is Billy Gunn, who had a great career. still
2: an absolute specimen, by the way, dude. What
1: I mean, listen, whatever (laughs) he's putting in his body, get me some of that. Yeah right, uh, Joey. Maybe that could be our next giveaway. Whatever Billy goes to put in his body, I will actually. I don't, I
2: don't know if we got myself finances in. for that type of stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joey might have to take out a third or fourth mortgage on the house um, because that's expensive. Um, but on the other side of the card, before we get to it, it's that Joe money. Joe, what do you got for us this week?
3: Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money.
4: Hey guys, it's Joe Money and it's time for my question of the week. It's Wednesday night at around 9.29 and The Limitless Keith Lee just came out in AEW. Now my question is, not that too many is a problem, but when is too many a problem because They've got all these top stars. Not so much mid-carders. They have all these top stars. Soon is there going to be a clog at the top? I mean, that's sort of what WWE went through, was having such a clog at up, up the top. Uh, do you think that's what's going to end up happening with AEW, or do you think they could handle it the right way? Let me know what you guys' thoughts
0: guys next
3: week bye bye
1: okay boys so joe money when is enough enough when is uh what is what you have too much and i mean i'll, I'll kick off this one personally I think we're getting to a point in AEW where a lot of the originals, a lot of the people that were there um, that, of course, you know, you're not going to have a star in every single moment of the card. Right. But a lot of the people that kind of was brought to the that brought you to the dance to get you to where you are right now. A lot of those people have been either put at dark or they're at elevate or dark elevation or they're not even on, the, on any of the cards. Um, you know, not every you know superstar hit. But now you getting to the point where you're just you have so many people that we haven't seen, you know, Brian Danielson wrestle in a couple of weeks. Right. And now he doesn't have to be a full time wrestler. Every card doesn't have to be. But you haven't seen him wrestle. He's one of your big signings. You know, there's there's probably many other people up and down the card that we haven't seen wrestle. I mean, Lance Archer, we saw him come back. But before that, we haven't seen him in a minute. Where is Brian Cage been? Yeah, he's been. You know what I mean? Like he was their big guy, right? I mean, if, I remember, I think on our, our very first, or like one of the, one of our first episodes of the wrestling journal podcast, we were predicting he was the, um, the, the mystery
2: winner, right?
4: Yeah. yeah. He,
1: he was the mystery yeah. person in that, in that casino, and that casino ladder match. Um, and that's when he debuted fast forward a little bit more out of team Taz, not the FTW champion Can't even remember the last time I seen him on an AEW actual program. So, Joe, when is enough enough? I think at this point now, you're gonna you're gonna start to see some contracts not to be renewed. I know a lot of the original people sign like three year deals, which is smart, right? You don't sign on to like a five year, you don't even know if you're gonna be able to make it. All right, they've made it, right? They're gonna be around. They're not gonna put WWE out of business, but they're not gonna be put out of business because of WWE either. Um I'd say right now, man. Whew, I'd say you got a pretty loaded roster. I think there's room for improvement, maybe on the women's side. A little bit more. Um I do like that they're taking some chances. We've seen some debuts. We've seen, you know, Mercedes Martinez come back. We saw Robin Renegade come out. Um, you know, we haven't seen Jamie Hader do much. Um outside of, you know, just supporting Britt Baker and whatnot. But I think the roster's getting real tight. And in order to kind of keep things flowing pretty good, I think right now is that moment where they got to be real careful. Because some of those OGs are going to start to, you know, are start not going to be renewed because they're going to be too busy wanting to sign the Bray Wyatts, the Ember Moons, and, and so on and so forth, who I believe deserve to be signed. But then what happens to the people that you actually, quote-unquote, were your pillars? So, Nick, um, we we like fantasy, right? Fantasy booking, yeah. fantasy rosters. We do it for all sports. Um, wrestling is almost like, you know, it's almost like AEW is acting almost like a fantasy wrestling Um kind of, I guess, sport at this point. When is enough enough?
2: Great question. Um, but when is it you too know, much? The, I guess, there, is, yeah. there is that old saying, right? You can never have enough talent. Mm. Um, so that, I mean, you take that with a grain of salt. Um, but at the same time, you know, like, you know, a lot of the people they brought in, you know, have, have already had established names elsewhere, right? So a lot of their guys when they first started really weren't household names or anything of that magnitude. They were just kind of fillers because they really had nowhere else to go now that they're really buckling down and signing big names and, and getting household names of, of wrestlers of all different Elks, whether it's a, you know, a beginner or someone that's always been a, a, a mid Carter, fair enough, or, you know, a big time star, um, they're going to be weeding out a lot of stuff that they have no use for, you know, they're not going to carry guys and, and give them free paychecks. Like they read for a so long, um, the hardest part for me is to I, I guess in a way like they've done themselves a favor because they signed like a Daniel Bryan and a CM Punk and they brought guys like Sting in that aren't going to be on your TV screen all the time. They do a pretty good job right now of spreading it out, where they make you miss somebody here and there, you know what I mean, but they don't over oversaturate it. But now with guys like Keith Lee and Adam Cole there, it makes it really hard because these are all championship quality guys. And you're kind of they're gonna be start getting to a point where they're gonna back themselves into a corner where these big name guys, guys that we look at as future champions. And you're going to, by default, having to put them in mid-carters and lower-level status, to where now you're going to, people are going to be like, well, they're doing what WWE did. They held guys back. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Let's see how they handle that criticism and how they're going to handle this influx of great talent on a roster and see if they can sip on the medicine that have used to dish out everywhere else.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. And you <laughs> know what? I think it would be a great challenge for them as a, as a company especially new, new and, and up and coming, I would say, I mean, I mean, they've made it. I'm not trying to say, I'm not, I want to give, you know, kudos to them, but I agree with you, Nick. That's going to be a oh, good for sure. one. It's like when a great it comes job. to the point of when Kenny's back, right. Mm-hmm. Damn, right. When Kenny mean, back. When, is... How do
2: you, how do you handle the guys like, like yeah. Cook with when you yeah. have Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, Keith Lee, Kenny Omega, John Moxley, right. Yeah, I mean, a whole, it's a pretty I mean, big Kyle list. Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. Is, 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 is hook able to be, is, is hook yeah. is hook able to be a lot of those guys yeah. CM Punk. i mean these are huge names and alistair listen, black Andrade. He's in, yeah. and yeah. and there might be room for more people to show up so yeah. at some point the pecking order starts at the top and works its way down but who goes up and who goes down is a is a is a major thing that you have to answer with telling great stories on top of it it's not right. an easy thing to do and wwe struggled with it for a long time because it's easy to do and there isn't always the perfect scenario because when you're pushing someone, someone else has got to take a backseat and you just can't not use them either. So it's a very challenging thing. And we'll see what AEW is made of and you know what the Cody Rhodes of the world is able to do after talking all that shit for so long.
4: <laughs>
1: Tommy, I mean, yeah. you know, Nick gave some good points. I mean, I want to give you some time to react to, you know, Joe's question. Cause I think it was a, it's a, it's a good question. Um, It's it's hard, right? We just named a lot of guys, and there's 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 more guys, and there is time on TV. There's more guys, and there is championships to be won, right? So Tommy, you know, giving you a chance to react to it, how do you feel about this, or what do you think about this question?
3: I mean, good question. I I would say this for months when they started signing all these guys. I'm like, where are you going to put all these guys? You only have so many hours in the show. I mean, you got the two hours on Dynamite, the one hour on Rampage, and then obviously the pay per views. But I mean, you got like Cole. When Kenny comes back, MJF, we're seeing they're starting to push Wardlow a little bit. He's going to be the next big star. And it's just like, hook, as we've been saying, it's just like, what are you going to do with all these guys? I mean, as we know, wrestlers, you know, they, they're they alpha guys and they want to be like the top, top dogs, most of them. And I mean, you, you put all these guys at the top, at, the, at, at that point, it's going to start crumbling down. I mean, you got to, like, I mean, are they going to want to take a back seat? I mean, is Kenny going to take a back seat? To some of these guys, when he comes back, I don't think so. I mean, the guy was champion for almost a year. I mean, and he's I was a little younger. older, too,
2: right? He's gonna want to take advantage of what he has left in the tank, you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah.
3: I mean, you got Hangman now. I mean, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you got him up there now. I mean, he's a big star. I mean, MJF. I mean, obviously, that he the other day he's like, I want to go after the world title. I mean, and now you got Keith Lee coming in. It's just like. I mean, like I said, I hope Tony knows what he's doing. I mean, I, I don't envy it. I mean, that's a tough job to try to keep all these guys happy. And I think Vince, all his fault the last couple of years, believe me, I'm not defending him, but he knew how to handle, like, big stars back in the day when he had The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, etc. You know, he knew how to book these guys. So I hope Tony kind of figures it out because, I mean, it's going to start crumbling down. I mean, look what happened with WCW back in the day. You had Hogan at the top, this guy at the top. And it imploded. So I really hope that does not happen with AEW. It's not gonna be good. And we'll see what happens with it. But I mean, God bless. I
2: hope he makes the right decision. <clears throat> Excuse me, with it. So see what happens? I got a question for both of you guys though. How sure. much, you know I know we like to bang on WWE, right? For you know Always. not using not using people properly and stuff Love like it. that. Love it. But how how much of that do you attribute to the fact that they might have bid off more than they can chew by just constantly worrying about making money and having so much exposure of wrestling, right? AEW doesn't have that yet. Mm. Now, can you imagine if AEW had a pay-per-view every month and, you know, the two shows during the week and everything else with consistency and all the other house shows that they were doing for so long, that plays a factor in, in a lot of this stuff, you know, where like AEW might get a little bit of a lead way because they don't have to worry about filling up those spots and rushing storylines and, and throwing all that in the way. Do you think that is something that benefits them at the moment, but at some point they might want to take it to the next level, you real know, players and, what I guess their overall mission statement is.
1: So I can tell I'll take that one first. Um I think frustration is going to set in eventually, right? Like you were just naming a lot of guys and, and Tom, I think you said it, these guys are alphas, right? And when you put a bunch of alphas in a room, you know, at at a point, someone's going to be the ultimate alpha, right? When you put me and Nick in a room, what happens? I sit at the top of the table, the head of the table, and he sits to the side of me, right? I'll still pass I put, him. I put
2: jersey in, in, in the high chair.
1: <laughs> I'll still pass him the salt and pepper if he asks for it, but then he'll acknowledge me sitting at the, the table. Now, all jokes aside, so you know, frustration will set in eventually. It, it will. It always has to. Everything will boil over. I think, Nick, to your point is – AEW has seen the formula that WWE you know rolled out with, where like I think Tommy were saying, how Vince managed the big, big, the big stars, not today's wrestlers, the yeah. big names in wrestling back in the nineties. And he did it pretty damn well. Now again, social media wasn't around like it is today. It's not as prevalent as it was. So there could have been a lot more behind the scenes that we just weren't, we just didn't know well, because there wasn't an There's outlet no to doubt. it. But Let's, let's, let's play ignorance is bliss, right? Because at this point we don't know, we can only totally speculate. I think that AEW does have a leg up because they're not going to try to go down and repeat the same WWE model. that's kind of gotten them into a little bit of trouble today. Yes. We said it last week, they are making money. Revenue is increasing year over year, but you know, morale is down. Talent morale is down at the end of the day. It's a product and you need the best talent to be able to put on the best show. So I think where AW could maybe benefit is to just not try to get in too much over their head with international tours, monthly pay-per-views. You know, you're going to run a WrestleMania night one and night two last year. I think when we I think we clocked it, it was like almost eight or nine hours of wrestling in two days, <laughs> and then in three weeks you ran another pay-per-view. Yeah, it's exhausting as a fan. Like, I love this. Yeah. I love doing this with you guys. Nothing makes me happier than to to wake up once a week with you guys and, and chat wrestling. But it's like a job to keep up with WWE. It's exhausting. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know if Nick that answers your question or not. Or it just yeah, no, my perspective. Tommy, if you want to add anything to it, of course, by all means.
3: Yeah, I mean basically, you both said. I mean, they have they had to fill. They have all this talent and everything, and all the money invested. They definitely had a, like you said, a pay per view. It seems like every seems like every week. I mean, I mean, what was it? Last year or two years ago, they had SummerSlam. And the week after that, they had another pay per view. I think the one where Roman won the title against the Fiend and Braun. I forgot the name of it, but it was like right after each other. It's like wow, okay, pay per view a week. I mean, obviously, the pandemic threw things in you know chaos and everything with everything going on. But it's just like you know so much. Like you said, it's definitely a chore to watch it. You know, every week or whatever, all the pay per views and the weekly shows and whatnot. But I mean, they got so much invested in. It, they got to, it has to pay off somehow. So I mean, I just hope AEW doesn't fall into that. Pitfall, but like we said, with all these with all these big stars now, they got to figure out a way to showcase them, and we'll see what happens. See how they handle it. For
2: sure. Fortunately for them, though, they they, they didn't have a uh, they don't have a star as huge as Hulk Hogan was to be able to make a lot of decisions and 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 create an environment that might be a little different. Mm-hmm. But they will. I mean, at the end of the day, the egos are always always a part of everything, especially when you have a lot of successful people in one room. Yeah,
1: all right, boys. We have a lot of wrestling on the other side to get to, so let's hit on a couple of points. And for time-saving purposes, um, let's get into RAW. So RAW opened up interesting with a quiz bowl segment. <laughs> now, listen, Riddle is hysterical, right? We love Riddle. More Riddle on the screen is better. We, we're all for it. Um, so let's we'll just kind of give our just I guess our initial reaction about 20 minutes of raw open up with the quiz ball segment, you know, Randy played the whole thing. I knew it. Like when there was a sports question, I knew it was going to be something related with the Broncos. They're in Denver. It's going to be John Elway. Let's get a cheap pop. It's not very Randy Orton like, right? Because yeah. he's the Viper. He's a bad guy. So sometimes for me, it's a little bit uncomfortable to watch him play this, this face type character. Cause it's just not authentic to him. But, um, I guess just quick reaction. Um, we're all opening up with a 20-minute Quiz Bowl segment. I know that we're seeing Chad Gable really showcase his charismatic side. I think he's actually pretty hes pretty funny. Otis, yeah, you know, we, 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 we're big Otis guys here. We like Otis. We, we support him. Um, real quick, Tommy, do, do you mm-hmm. like this? This is kind of, you know, it's a little bit corny, but I guess refreshing at the same time because this was kind of very, I don't, don't want to say controversial on Twitter, but like when I was going through Twitter, some people were all for it and some people were like, absolutely not.
3: I mean, I don't think I would have started raw with it, you know, right out the gate. I think I would have done it like middle of the show with everything. But like, I think they want to get the crowd hot, you know, like you said with Orton with the pop, you know, John LA and this and that. But Chad Gable, man, that guy, he's really he's a one funny dude.
2: I love that.
3: When the buzzer going off, like he's having a heart attack. I mean, that stuff that was really funny. But I mean, I definitely I definitely enjoyed it, but I think it should have been definitely in the middle of the show, not not at the very top of it. But I mean you know, like you said, riddle we want riddle more on TV, and that's what he gave us. And later in the night, he oh, uh, was a main to event. yeah, oh so maybe that's what he had at the top, you know, kind of like space it out a little bit, whatever yeah. and everything. But uh, definitely enjoyed it, but definitely should have been a different spot in the show. But you For know, sure. overall it was good. For sure. Uh Nick, we know Alexa Bliss
1: is she's uh, she's getting therapy, she needs it, right? She her <laughs> mind is broken. Um you know, it looks like she's maybe getting a little bit better, right? We're seeing, it looks maybe, like she's a trying got a little
2: bit of healing,
1: a oh, little bit of healing, right? <laughs> um, are you, are you getting a little bit tired of these segments? Because, you know, we're seeing this week in and week out, just like the Veer thing. I know that we're, we're yeah. going to get kick out of the whole thing. Veer has <laughs> yeah. been coming for a long yeah, it's time. It's a
2: running joke. Yeah, um, it's a running joke. So now, to
1: yeah. so be careful with Alexa, right? Because, we, I mean, we all want to see her back. Now, I'm happy to see her on my screen every week on a Monday, but, how do you feel about these segments and you know when do you see it eventually ending
2: i mean at the end of the day hopefully kind of soon right because i think the last few times we've had an alexa involved in some type of storyline it never really got a chance to really finish to see what direction they were really going right it was never really a conclusion to any of it right it was always a jumbled mess like oh what is this what does that mean what does this mean what does that mean and it got really tiresome and then she was gone for a while and now that she's back I'm okay seeing her in any capacity. So like maybe I'm a bad judge for this at the same time, but I think I'm just more over the fact that like, I'd rather see her doing something else. I want to see her in the ring. I want to see her wrestling good matches. I want to see her character really evolve into where she can be the champion again, because to me, she was great. And I think she's one of the best they have. And for her to be like, kind of like MIA for so long, is a little disheartening especially sure. when you're running the same four or five females for so long. I mean, months and months and months over again, it'd be nice to get that bliss injection real quick.
1: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I I hear you on that one. Um, AJ Styles beat Damian Priest um, clean. And yeah. I I don't know stat wise, Tommy, keep me honest. If you know on the top of your head, if not, no big deal or at, you know, get us on Twitter at WrestleBuzz with three Z's um, I don't remember the last time Damian Priest was pinned one, two, three, or if he's been pinned one, two, three, I know that he's lost via DQ. We know this, yeah, right? He's, yeah. you know, got himself DQ, yeah, but I don't remember him getting tempered. pinned. But, <laughs> you know, usually when you pin a champion, you become the next one in line to be a contender for the champion. Now we know AJ Styles is in the uh, Elimination Chamber match coming up next Saturday, um, you know, on Peacock. Plug, not getting paid for it. You're welcome. Um, AJ Styles going for the US title. Um, I don't know. This is an interesting one, right? I think you want to give Priest someone good to work with, AJ being one of the best to work with. But at the same time, you know, if AJ is not going to win the chamber match, I want him having a special match because his time is definitely on the wind down, not on the wind up. And there's only a couple more dream matches that he can kind of have with some people um currently in you know in WWE. And I think the one dream match that comes to mind, I think it's easy, is Edge and AJ. Um, you don't need a title for for two great wrestlers to put on a great match. So I uh I personally hope that he's not going for the US title. I hope that it just happened to just, you know, they just crossed pads, it was just a good match. And um, and and I guess that be that. So uh getting to NXT. Um Joey, I'll I'll give this one to you. I thought it was actually a pretty decent show. I'm not going to say I thought it was a great show. I think back to watching NXT the first time around. This has given me a lot of NXT 1.0 vibes, but way back in the beginning when they were just kind of creating characters and really kind of finding their way. So yes, I appreciated this show because I felt good in a lot of moments, but also they're relying on Dolph Ziggler to kind of come down and try to give you some more views, but we'll get into that. Um, Definitely want to, you know, there's a lot that went on, so we'll just kind of, you know, But they're getting better for you,
2: jurors, with with the more familiarity with the characters. Right now, you're starting to put faces in the name. You're starting to see a little bit of direction. It was, I mean, they probably should have done that, tried to do that sooner. But now it's really starting to evolve a little bit where you have an an understanding of each character and you know, what they're capable of doing and what direction yeah. they going to go. It was like a helpful. mixed
1: bag. Yeah, for sure. It was like a mixed bag to me in the beginning Um, because I felt like we're watching two shows. We were watching 2.0, but we were still having 1.0 because at the time, Kyle O'Reilly was there, Johnny Gargano, Champ. So it felt like yeah. they had two We conflicting... saw the slow
2: destruction of the greatest wrestling show of all time. <laughs> right.
1: So now that that destruction is now gone and we have 2.0, I did appreciate this week. And I thought last week wasn't too bad. I am not getting on any bandwagon. I need to see some sustainability, okay? Yeah. For a period of time but sure. um creed brothers versus goiv um to to advance to the finals of the dusty cup i thought was great that was that a was good cool. match and wwe is known for pumping noise into the crowd and it's very apparent on raw and smackdown when you see noise and you hear a noise and you see people sitting in their seats just not yeah, make noise or moving, <laughs> it is apparent. <laughs> but this crowd is smaller and they can't do that as easily. Now they could probably pump in noise. I'm not gonna try to be naive and not say they're not, but yeah. I saw some more genuine reactions to this match. And i actually, more life,
2: right? Exactly. Yeah. I
1: enjoyed the hell out of it watching it. There was what? actually two legit tag teams, right? Not two put together individuals to make a team.
2: No, legit two tag teams, teams that are yeah. teams
1: in a tag team cup Absolutely. wrestling. I appreciate that. Thank you for that. Creed Brothers, being the newer team on the block, who needs more of the win than GYV does, ended up winning and will actually take on MSK next week at uh, uh, Vengeance Day or, or Valentine's Vengeance Day, whatever it's called. Um, I thought it could match. A match that I actually got a kick out of, which, Nick, it reminded me of you a little bit. Tiffany Stratton and Wendy Chu. <laughs> All right.
2: Because I because I because I wear a onesie when I go to bed. <laughs> no, not even that. I, I see
1: even what I was thinking about. I was just thinking because I know some I know sometimes that you you like some comedy segments, and oh, I also know sometimes you want you know a good wrestling match. Mm-hmm. And I just thought of you, I'm like, Nick's probably sitting there like this is actually not bad. No, Wendy it was all right. Chu and and Tommy, keep me keep me honest. Wendy Chu was that character that that Boa and yeah. Zaya Lee, right? okay. Yeah, she was, sure. yeah. So yeah. she was the ancient one, or whatever yeah. the whatever she was. Yeah. So it's just funny <laughs> to see Wendy Chu's character be like, she's hysterical. Yeah,
4: and she actually yeah, moves from this
1: in the ring. Yeah, she does. And she has a little athleticism. I thought Tiffany Stratton actually looked a hell of a lot better than last than her last match. Like she looked a lot more comfortable in the ring, and I actually thought this was actually a pretty enjoyable match. Now you know, I think and Wendy Chu. No wait, Tif, Tiffany beat Wendy Chu. Yeah. Um, but I thought both women looked really good, and I actually appreciated it.
2: Tiffany looked a hell of a lot better. Um, she's yeah. she's growing. I hope they don't rush it because obviously she's obviously she's got the look, right? She's got she's got all that that what you want. But just don't rush the the push when you, when you're still a little raw in the ring, right? It needs to yeah because she's come a long way, but there's still a lot of very raw ability there with Tiffany. So they, I just yeah. want them to be a little careful, but, but she's going to be a future NXT 2.0 champion at this point.
1: Yeah. Oh, Oh, putting, putting put the stamp of approval
2: on it. I respect it. the stamp on. Yeah.
1: She, I mean, listen, she's, she looks the part. Let's not play that. 100%. Right? Let's be honest. Right. Yeah. We all got 2020 vision. Yeah. Like you might have you might have 2030 vision with her, but um <laughs> I, I'm with you. I definitely see the look. And I think if she continues to progress, she's gonna do good. but I I have to say I'm enjoying Wendy Choose character. She's funny. Yeah. No, I like she's it too. She's real yeah. Very funny. funny. <laughs> and she can move in the ring. Um, Tommy, I said it before when I opened up the NXT segment. Uh Dolph Ziggler arrives in NXT. This is yeah. now, I guess, the third main roster superstar that they're kind of relying on to help them out a little bit. They did it with, you know, AJ Styles. Um, they did it with Riddle. And now Dolph Ziggler. Okay. So we know that next week we're going to get Santos Escobar, Braun Breaker. His first title defense should be fun. But we also have Champa and Dolph Ziggler kind of figuring something out. It's weird to see Champa call Ziggler a kid because Ziggler's been doing this for a long time. But I know so is Champa. Yeah. But it just still, it still felt kind of funny to me. But Tommy. Are they still are they still just really nervous because of the ratings not being what they hoped it to be and not even being what 1.0 was? Um, that they're going to just continue to probably reshuffle some main roster people to just kind of try to get some more viewership. What do you think about that
3: at this point? I think so. Like you said, we had Riddle down there, we had AJ for a little bit, his whole thing with Walla, but yeah, I think they're just going to try and see what stick. I don't say throw shit to the wall, see what sticks, but you know, I mean, they definitely. I guess they look at the range and like, eh, I guess it could be better. Let's throw, you know, a Ziggler down there. Let's throw a Robert Roode or, you know, who knows? Maybe they throw a priest down there, you know, for ch- oh, champions on this show. Okay. Let me, let me tune in type of thing. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I mean, they should have thought of this before they did this whole reboot. Obviously, you know, I think I, we're obviously all three of us are not fans of the reboot. I mean, you know, it's maybe slowly, but surely it's going to, it's getting better. As you said, like, they're establishing the stars with being more familiar with them. But, I mean, uh, just I think they just panicked because, you know, they lost their so-called Wednesday Night War and all that bullshit, which I think was total bullshit to begin with. But, you know, it is what it is. So I just think um, they're just trying to, you know, see what they can do with, like, bring these stars down. It's like, okay, maybe people will tune in for this segment. And like, oh, Dolph Ziggler's on here. Let me, let me see what he does type of thing. So I think, you know, I think they'll continue to do this. I don't know how for how for for how long, but you know, we'll see what happens with it. But you know, I guess if it works, it works, but I don't know. Right. I hear you. And we had Mandy Rose retain her uh NXT
1: women's championship over Kaylee Ray. Um Mandy Rose, you know, we, we saw that she had the look and the talent and, and the potential. Um, it's great to see her utilize in NXT. It's probably one of the best moves that they've made in the company internally, um, in a long time. of, Giving re- uh, Mandy a refresh. And, you know, they rushed her up the first time. Let's be quite honest. They did. Yeah, they saw yeah, this yeah. beautiful blonde and they're like, yo, put her on the main roster. She's going to work. And it didn't work. But her going back down to NXT, I think, has been the right move because I think her as a champion right now is everything that 2.0 is pr- trying to embody themselves to be. And you're, um you know, you're getting the best out of someone that you've
2: had on the roster for years. So I love seeing it. But um getting to SmackDown.
4: Real quick, um, though,
2: with, with Mandy, would, yeah. would you like to see her start winning some? winning some matches without having to like kind of cheat every single time or rely on toxic no. attraction so much. She's, no, a, heel. she's, she's a heel champ. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But every once in a while, it'd be nice to see, you know, especially all, all, from where she's come from, you know what I mean? Like right. she's better. She's better than that, especially as a champion. As again, there's always toxic attraction should always be involved, but at the same time, like it'd be nice to see her be more of the center point as the champion and so not so much rely on toxic attraction as, as the whole thing to really be the, the the poster of that whole situation
1: sure but i guess we'll have to um i would say as she has continued to wrestle in the ring and actually really be able to wrestle matches yeah um we've seen her evolve i just don't think she's maybe there yet to give you that moment match okay. right that fair it, i mean That's listen fair. my opinion right i think she's done everything right. right i think she's done everything right no knock on her but you know time in the ring builds you to be that person and I think every time Fair. I've seen her in the ring, she's definitely getting more comfortable, but I don't think she's there just yet. But what's great is that she has toxic attraction to get her over the top, which is kind of why she's the perfect heel champion, Fair. in my opinion. Uh, boys, let's just sneak over snack SmackDown and we're coming up on time. Uh, Sony Deville starts to show off and nothing makes me happier than sticking it to the man. All right. Yeah. Sony Deville has been working <laughs> with zero supervision for way too long. It's about damn time. So don't put her ass in her place. Good. Yep. All right. Good um pretty much leading to leading to the main event of charlotte and naomi with no sonia involved which i liked it which i thought was a fantastic match to be honest we all expected charlotte to win she right. did win um but i thought it was a showcase match for naomi you know listen we oh, always say we you know we're tired sometimes of charlotte flair win a lot of her stuff but at the end of the day um it was just still very nice to be able to kind of see a great match um Naomi always, always had, always had the ability though.
2: Naomi, Naomi is legit.
1: Yeah. Always had the ability. Uh, Los Otharios <laughs> took on the, uh, the new day. And I thought really good match again, solid match. You need to build up teams. You can't rely on the same three or four teams. So I thought that was a good match. They went over in the match, which I thought was great. I'm, I'm okay with that because it's, it's the new day. I think yeah. Kofi and Biggie can take a loss here and there and still kind of build up some of these other tag teams, which I think is perfectly fine. Absolutely. Um, but boys, I'll ask you, we had two sit-down interviews. I'll give you one of each. Nick, you are a Goldberg guy. Goldberg, not always the best guy in the mic, but no. he had a one-on-one with Michael Cole. Um, he alluded to that, well, actually, Michael Cole said that, hey, maybe this, maybe there's been too many comebacks. What do you think about that interview? Um, and do you do you feel more fired up from Goldberg from the interview? Or um do you think maybe it actually has been way too many comebacks?
2: I think it's a pretty healthy combination of both, right? Uh he has come back and it's been in pretty short spurts and it's always been right right to the top, which again I, I love I've always loved Goldberg. So it's like a little tough spot for me. But at the same time, like you, you either come and stay or or, or go like go away, or go away. a little bit. <laughs> you know <what laughs> nice. I mean? Like you know, at the end of the day, because like it's like, you know, it's hard to do that because when you're there was a stretch where he was losing a lot. So like so like when you do come back, it's like what, what am I expecting now? Are you, you going to lose again? Like, I, I don't want to see you come back to keep losing at the same time. Now, this was a match that they're, you know, they're coming full circle with because it was supposed to happen already and it, and it wasn't able to. Um, I mean, I, I don't mind the interview. I, I'm looking forward to the match. Don't get me wrong because I think it will help Goldberg where he doesn't have to put on a little bit more of a situation where with some of the wrestlers like Undertaker and stuff like that, there was more of X to him at this stage of the game. So Roman will make him look a lot, hell of a lot better. But Yeah, I think this might be one of the last runs, like the last few matches here left, so I guess we have to appreciate it while we got it.
1: For sure, for sure. Uh, Tommy, Roman Reigns had another, had a one-on-one interview with Michael Cole, and he said, I'm going to Goldberg. (laughs) Goldberg. What what does Goldberg and Goldberg mean to you? And what do you think about the interview?
3: I mean, it's a good interview, typical, you know, Tribal Chief stuff. I love how he said, you know, two years ago, when they were first supposed to fight at WrestleMania, you know, he would have had a chance, but now... Roman's in God mode, as he as he said for the last few weeks. <laughs> so When he gold over, maybe he just spears the hell out of him and maybe does a jack count, I don't know. But whatever. He should you know, beat, beat him within three minutes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, and all this kind of stuff. So hopefully it's a decent match. You know, I think Roman will carry him, obviously. He's, you know, at the top of his game right now. But definitely excited that we're finally, you know, running this back. I mean, I, would, I was definitely excited for it two years ago when they were supposed to, you know, wrestle. This is before Roman, you know, left with everything, but now that he's, you know, the tribal chief and all that stuff, it definitely adds more intrigue to this match, so it should be a lot of fun.
1: Absolutely. Um, I thought SmackDown was a good show. I mean, it kind of accomplished a lot, right? You had Goldberg um, have his interview. You had Roman have his interview. You had a fantastic um, women's championship match. You know, I I, I hate that Aliyah had to lose to Natalia, but I understand it's the point of, oh. you know, you have to kind of continue to, to feud. I mean, I think Aaliyah looks good, man. I want to see her on my TV, yeah. so I, I hope yeah. they continue to do so. I love that Los Otarios, the... What, what what is their new moniker? The um, what do they call them? Lovers? The they said something lovers like yeah, uh what it was yeah what was... was it? Oh, it's on the top tip of my tongue. Damn, uh, it's it's escaping <laughs> me. But they they said the like like the it's something with like an L. Oh crap, I can't think of it. Anyway, um, <laughs> happy to happy to see them win. Um, happy Corbin and Cesaro. You know you're gonna get a solid match of them. It's not gonna be main event, but it's gonna be a solid match. You know I thought all in all decent show, but boys, that was the week in wrestling. What a week it was. We had a lot to say. Um, it is that time of the show. It's MVP time. I'll go first. Give you guys a second. Um my MVP this week. Oh god. I'm gonna go Keith Lee. I I know it's kind of cheap, it's easy, but yeah. Dude, I mean, listen, you, you debuted on TV. You should have never been off TV, to be honest. You just recently got married. Congrats to you, my friend. Yes. You enjoyed your honeymoon. That honeymoon pick was a little bit of a swerve. Yes. Um, you, yes. Showed yes. Up on, you showed <laughs> up on Dynamite. You won. You look good. You're going to be in the revolution of the ladder match. We're looking forward to seeing that. You are a star. Welcome back to TV where you should have always been. Keith Lee, you're my MVP. Uh, Tommy, since your hand's on your head, it looks like you're thinking.
2: Deep in thought.
1: I know you want your MVP to be Batman. I know that we are are the MVPs because we're going to go see Batman and IMAX on March 1st because of you. Thank you so much, my friend. But wrestling MVP, Tommy, what do you got?
3: I got to go with the whole celebration for MJF, man. The whole better than the best in the world. I mean. Better than the best
1: in the world. And you know it. Know it.
3: So good coming out and like the little, you know, what do you call that thing when they carry him over that like the throne or whatever? Yeah, and, you
2: know,
3: <laughs> you what know, that one girl that turned out to be his girlfriend. So that was that was really good. And just his whole this whole shtick, man. Just amazing every week. Ne- never change, MJF. Never change.
1: <laughs> never change, indeed. Speaking of never changing, Nick. <laughs> MVP of the week, my friend. Uh it's been a lot in wrestling, a lot on the TV. We spoke about a hell of a lot. Yes, we did. Moment, person, faction. What's the look out to you this week. All
2: right. I've always, always, always a fan, but I became a bigger fan and appreciated it a little bit more. And that's Mr. Hangman page as my MVP of the hey, week. Hey, the beating, okay. The beating yeah. and all yeah. the stuff that he withstood in that, in that match against latch Archer. Uh, there was a lot of stuff in that death match there. That was, that was pretty impressive for him to take, you know, especially given the size difference. So, yeah. and retaining the title. And he's been on a pretty solid run here as champion. Um, I'm excited to see what his next feuds are. Um, and, yeah, so Hangman, my MVP of the week.
1: I love it. I love it. Great, great call out. And It was a good match. It was great because it, was it wasn't very too good. long. It wasn't too long, right? Because sometimes those matches, they can no, drag it on Because It was hard exactly. hitting. That's it was hard hitting. It to. was yeah. quick spots, and it had its moments. And you had Jake Roberts there. You had your other boy um uh, from top team. Oh, gosh. Oh, man, liver. Dan Lambert and he's, you know, it was, it was good. It was really good. So I respect that moment. Um, everybody on social media, where can you find us? Like we said, at on Twitter at WrestleBuzz buzz with three on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at Russell buzz. You can download us wherever podcasts can podcasts can be downloaded. Um, Russell buzz. You can ask your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play the latest episode of wrestling journal podcast. And she absolutely will. Um, I flubbed this last week. So Nick, Can you uh, thank everyone and send us home?
2: Be safe. Take care. Watch pro wrestling. All right, everybody. See you next
1: week.